Thank you to the Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Adam S., Sarah P., a.k.a. Situational Daddy, on Instagram, Elio, Paul and Sandy J., Nathan E., Jacqueline M., Matthew J., and the Big Time Jim. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what remember and pledging a monthly amount. Thanks. Do you ever get the Christmas ice creams that are like the Santa Claus faces or like the trees? I mean, I've seen, I've seen Wait, them, what? but I never get them because about? I'm like, give me a drumstick. In the grocery store. Are you talking about ice cream? Yeah. They In have holiday. Winter? Yeah. <laughs> but the, on the package, it's what? like this really neatly designed ice cream. <laughs> you open but then it. you open it and it's just like a, a, blob. a blob of mush. Yep. Oh, yeah. It like sort of looks like a tree. Yeah. yeah Every it's time. Like, <laughs> 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 it's like, this just melted into nothing. This isn't what. The box is not. Yeah. Oh, you hear about the Pop-Tarts people? The lady yeah. selling pop tarts because there's not enough strawberry. Don't have enough strawberry in there. Pop tarts. I want to maybe go after these ice cream people. Ooh, False advertising. Yeah, them. yeah. Poor does art. Poor art style. Give me a nicer looking ice cream. Just how hard could it be to make it look a little nicer? It doesn't look like Sonic. It doesn't look like uh, Tweety Bird. Santa Claus. Tweety Bird. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who are the other classic ones? SpongeBob is the new one. Oh, SpongeBob. Oh, that's right. That's a, yeah. a big boy. The Minion. For minions, minions, even yeah. the even the ones that should be easy, like the Captain America shield ones. Even yeah. they look terrible. I'm like, how do you mess up three circles? Like, <laughs> come on, this circles is all the Target sizes. logo, the different yeah. colors. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the Captain America logo. Wait a minute, <laughs> a Target ice cream bar. <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind a Target ice cream bar. <laughs> Target ice cream bar. <laughs> that sounds all right. Be like on a stick with a little Target it's, thing. This is a Target logo. <laughs> you can't even tell. It's Target. Wait a minute. This is Colonel Columbia. That's a different kind of thing. They should put their uh, brand behind more things like that. Make, make a Target candy bar. You know? Why not? Yeah. Like, like a York Peppermint Patty, but it's like a Target shape. Ooh. See, I think that could Does work. Does Target yeah. make anything themselves? They have a, a brand. Mm. Um, do, do they, What's their brand? Their brand is, uh, oh boy, Sweet and Taste Marketplace or something, maybe? Mm. I think it's like marketplace. Okay, uh, sure. I I, I, yeah, it's got in there. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you'll know, know when this episode comes out because I'll put it on the screen by oh, now. Oh, got him. There you go. Pantry, yeah, we'll pantry fresh. Pantry fresh. Market fresh. Marketplace fresh. Hello, Hello Fresh. Wait. Hello Fresh. This podcast brought to you by Hello Fresh. <laughs> Not yet. Get sixteen meals if you spend a thousand dollars. What? It breaks right. down to exactly fifteen dollars a meal. <laughs> it's perfect. Very affordable. I've done the math. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't fool me. You can't fool. Can't, can't, can't get you can't get again. fooled by that. <laughs> That's a trap. My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. This is not a movie review podcast, but it's a podcast where we try to remember a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's why the... This is what we remember about Lethal Weapon. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. And people are going to argue, not a Christmas movie. Uh, it's, 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 it's the end of Christmas in this movie. <laughs> That's what they sound like. <laughs> but it takes place during Christmas? That's what I say. Yes. yes. So that counts. I'm on that side Look, of the I'm fence. Die Hard counts. What side of the, yeah, Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Gremlins, call, call it what it is. If there's a Christmas day... Or a Christmas Eve in a movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year. Like, as long as it's not just like uh, you mentioned it once and that was it. But, like, yeah, like, at least show me a decoration or two. You know, maybe mention some presents. You're good. That's all you need. If it's a not Santa like, Claus shows up I'm not sitting movie? here with some stopwatch. About, like, uh, you need 20% Christmas content in order for the FDA to consider this a Christmas movie. <laughs> what, about, what about, like, Black Christmas? Is that fall? That's under? a non-GMO Christmas movie. <laughs> there, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Non-GMO. That's a USDA approved. Yeah. <laughs> or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I mean, if it's that Christmas in the title, you're pretty much good. But I mean, this... that's gotta be a gimme. 
Yeah, this movie starts with a Christmas scene in a way, I believe. Or at least I think opens. Maybe not the immediate open, but pretty close. Shane Black is always making movies set around Christmas time. <laughs> that's that's his thing. Who? Bang. Who? Yep. Uh, the, the Nice Guys, I think, is the, the nice same. Nice Guys. Now. Iron Man 3 has Christmas Yes, in it. that's his thing. Uh, He's a Christmas movie man. Yeah. Who? The writer. And future director of Future other of movies. director of other films. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he did not do this one. Richard Donner? Who wrote this? Is this Richard a Richard Donner, Donner film? Shane Black is the writer. Shane Black, that's the guy. What did I say? Richard, no, you Donner. said it, but he's he's asking questions. Oh, okay. And I was Shane Black is in Predator. Well, plays, Richard Donner. I mean, even that's a Christmas name. Yeah, right. Ooh, and Blitzen. Richard Donner Blitzen. <laughs> Prancer, <laughs> which which is a movie that you like. Prancer is a good movie. There you go. It's a great movie. Who's in this film? We got Mel Gibson. Uh-oh. I remember that. Oh, shut oh, it down. Boy, yeah. Shut it down. People are... We can't. No. no, no people <laughs> shut are... it down. He's, he's uh... had enough times passed. I think people are okay with him. <laughs> what happened was like... Uh... I mean, every day there's more too. stories out. The bad dude is There's bonkers. more? Yeah. They were just reading another article about him like yesterday. Where what? The, yeah. By the time this comes out, we're going to have to... Oh boy! Like he is, he is, my sock. he is quintupling down on everything <laughs> oh, no. insane. Oh no! I said, I said, so many. He's we're over that <laughs> at the top of this. It's what women want, Andy. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you know, they they're very brave heart. <laughs> wow! Can you get one? Yeah, lethal weapon. Oh, oh, oh we shoot. He, he pick up on the signs. Wow. Stop it. <laughs> You're going to talk stuff about Mel Gibson and then name all of his movies? Forever young. Look, you just need to be a you just need to be a real patriot about it and just figure it out. Oh yeah. You know? One of these days I'll I'll pay it back. <laughs> uh, ransom. Okay, go ahead. Um, did you say, oh, did, actors! Did you say, did you say the, the the other? Yeah, other yeah the other guy, the mm-hmm, other Glover, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Danny Glover. Yeah, from Community. Yes. Oh, no. Donald Glover. <laughs> Dong Glover. Whoa, wait. Oh, <laughs> Don Glover. It's Dong Lover. <laughs> There's that bit on Conan where he's like, man, I went 23 years not knowing my name was Dong Lover. <laughs> it's, it's all I can think about. The funnier thing, I think, is when you first started Twitter, you, you, were, you were at Don, because it's Donald, Glover. Don Glover. And yeah. it's, it looks like Dong Lover. And <laughs> it does. I don't know what to do because like I was like 25 when I found out that my name was Dong Lover. Like, it's just like I was like a grown man. I played, I paid bills. Like, but you I didn't even never, n- never put two and two together. No, like I'm surprised no bullies ever did either. Yeah, like they're just like they're just like I'm gonna call you Nappy Head. Yeah. It's just like my name's Dong Lover though. <laughs> <laughs> Dong Lover. <laughs> That's good comedy. Who's the villain? Who is the villain? Man. He was in uh, Rookie of the Year. Give you a little hint, skis. Uh, uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. Gary Busey. There it is. He's in this villain. one. He's the villain. I thought he was in a different one. Mm-mm. I'm gonna be mixing up every lethal weapon while we talk. I thought he was in like, the second oh, one. That's already happened. The fourth oh, yeah. one. No, he's in this one. No, Jet Li's the villain in the fourth one. Yeah, we don't get a Joe Pesci yet. No, he's like the Joe Pesci's like two. That's Chris Rock's four. Because the Pesci one is the one I know the most. I think. Well, he's in he's in three of them. No, two of them. Is he man? Two two of them. Maybe that's why I feel like I know him the most. It's because he's just in more of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this also led to uh, the best uh, pairing of two guys in a movie: Don Don Donald Glover, Danny 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 Glover, Danny Glover. <laughs> and Joe Pesci and Gone Fishing. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I think that's Lethal Weapon Three set up that movie to happen. Good spinoff. <laughs> I only remember one scene in that movie, and like they're on the edge of a cliff, and like yeah. the cars tipping over. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just, just impressed you've seen it. They're, yeah, they're yeah. trying to go fishing. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, grumpy old men, but with them instead. Yeah. Not even that old. Yeah, because. 
I, would, I guess they're old now, but come on, that was like 30 years ago. You're co- we're supposed to be <laughs> well, yeah, they're old then? Like 97? No it feels way. like they shouldn't be, but it's been a long time. <laughs> this is this 80s film? The 90s film. Yeah, this is 1987, boyo. Hey. It beat Die Hard to the Punch. Yeah. Of action film. Yeah. yeah. See, this came out the OG Andy and I were Christmas born. debate. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's everyone likes to hard. hold up They're die hard. Oh, let's make and... ours during Christmas too. Yeah, good, get people all arguing about our movie. It's, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> Do we get a young Renee Russo? She's in the sequels. No, because Mel Gibson isn't tied down to anybody in the first two. I think, mm. and his girl gets mur- straight up murdered in this one. Oh Ooh. no! Tall blonde, like, tall blonde model lady, tall blonde model lady gets murdered. By a helicopter mm-hmm. gunfire thing. I know what happens in this movie mainly because I've seen Loaded Weapon. <laughs> Have you guys seen Loaded Weapon? National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Yep. Didn't you and <laughs> it was on TV once way back. And maybe. You and I watched We rented it's it from possible. the store. And, wow. From Blockbuster, <laughs> I think, and watched it. Or no, Family Video. Okay. It was like two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago. And it's great. <laughs> so good. Whoopi Goldberg. Tim John C- Lovitz. Tim Curry. Did we get all the actors that we could think of? Dan Glover's got a family. Yes. He's got a, he's got a babe wife. Yep. Yeah, he's got I don't two know. kids. She's probably a famous actress. He's got an older daughter and a younger son. Mm-hmm. The daughter, I think, is young here, but she becomes older through the sequels. He might have two daughters, actually. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think he's I got think a he's middle daughter like in like sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. He's got a... Isn't there like an uncomfortable moment in the daughter? sequel, where like Mel Gibson and the girl, like his daughter, like have like a flirtation thing, and it's like really awkward, Oof. like in the third or fourth, like. No, I mean they one. kind of flirt in this one, but it's like all just playful, I think. Mm. Uh, but that might come at like I, the later scenes because they don't know each other in the start of the movie. What are their names? Can you remember from It's Always Sunny? Murtog <laughs> And Riggs. Riggs and Riggs, Murtog. Yeah, I know Riggs. <laughs> which Murtog. one's which? Which one's which? Riggs is, Riggs is Don uh, Glover? No, I think Riggs is Mel Danny Gibson. Glover. <laughs> Damn, Danny Glover. I oh, think Murtaugh right. is... I think, yeah, I think you are right. I think it is Danny Glover. Danny Riggs. Glover. Wait. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Riggs oh. is Mel Gibson, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We're both. We're all gonna be wrong. No, no. no. Riggs, Riggs is Mel Gibson. Yeah. Dang it, Riggs. It's like this. Riggs. <laughs> Trying to do a Danny Glover impression. <laughs> no, I just have to do it in my head, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh yeah. And this yeah. is the classic. He had one more week until retirement. Yep. Danny Glover. He's on the police He's force. Coasting. He's right. like. He's uh-huh. officially a week from being too old for this shit. Yes. <laughs> right? That's the yeah. that's the yeah, phrase yeah, yeah. that he keeps that's saying the classic line. The entire series, not just the first movie. Yep. Everyone. Like, you got to have a catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, too old for this shit. And Mel Gibson is a hothead. He's yeah, he's the loose <laughs> cool. the absolute loose cannon. He's the maverick. He's the one doing insane like, car like chases maverick. like the movie maverick. That yeah, he was yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's rolling over cars with guns, wearing tight jeans. Yeah, I feel like that's like his intro is that like it's him doing with a chase mullet. and like doing oh, yeah. horrific damage to public things and people and turn in your badge. Yeah, and gun. He's like, I'm not gonna do it, Captain. He's like, I get results. Well, do you guys remember the opening? Like, uh... no, but it probably kicks you don't remember the, the Christmas trees. Mm-mm. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll sell get it. Yeah, get us into it. So early on, Riggs is like gonna buy a Christmas tree, but it's from some like shady guys <laughs> that I guess are also possibly drug dealers. I think they're hiding Classic cocaine in the front. trees. <laughs> they could be hiding That's cocaine in the trees. That's not snow. Fake snow on those trees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I think because it also, I'm like vaguely remembering this now. They think he's crazy, and then he does that thing where he's like. You think I'm crazy? And then he just like starts doing like the mo. Mel Gibson? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, blah, 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 and he's like slapping himself in the face. <laughs> you remember that scene? I thought that was in the police station. You like he's really goofy in the police station. He even like I think shoots his gun off like no, randomly. He's sometimes. like he had to do a desk pop. So yeah. he I don't remember what happens exactly, but he kind of gets into like a little bit of an argument with these three guys mm-hmm. and they're about to fight him, and then he just like literally just like he's like, I'm crazy, and just like starts hitting himself in the head. Like he's like and they're all like Mo like, from the Whoa. Three Stooges. He's got a means to an end. He like always acts like he's unstable, but he he's, that's when he's that. in the most stable. Yeah. But the shit's gonna cost you a uh, hundred. 
What, that much? Hey, you said you liked it. That's a fair price. Yeah. Yeah, hell, you only live once. <laughs> Get this together here. <laughs> 20, 40, 60, 70, 25. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, man. 95, 90. Hey. Come on, shut up, man. I'm losing count. 93, 94, 95, 96. Forget it, you dumb shit. 100,000. 100,000 dollars. Did you hear what he said? A hundred thousand? I'm sorry, I can't afford that, not on my salary. But look, I'll tell you what, I got a better idea. Here, now, let me say I, uh, I take the whole stash off your hands for free, and you assholes can go to jail. Hey, what do you whoa, say about wait a... that? Now I can read you guys your rights, but now nah, you guys already know what your rights are, don't you? <laughs> this badge ain't real. You ain't real. Oh, you sure are, crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm crazy? Yeah. Are you calling me crazy? You think I'm crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to see crazy? I'll show you. Yeah, he's a very unstable person, and he also like, sees things that other cops don't see, and things like that. There's like a guy that was like trying to escape from the police station. He like grabs him, like flips him over the desk, like beats him up. He sees like a cuffs loose or something, I think. Oh, okay. He's got those cop eyes. The things they can't teach you in police academy. <laughs> was he Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> was I don't remember what happened to him though, because he's like new to the force. I think he was on a lot of medication and stuff too, right? Or is he just he like straight on, up on like, drugs? Le- he might have been on leave for a little while. I was, maybe. I think so. They established basically that he's either like been to like bounce around between die? police departments or something. Sure. His wife died, I think. Or girlfriend. One yeah. Or the other. Okay. I mean, that sounds plausible. In, in Loaded Weapon, it's a photo of his dog that dies, and he like looks real sad at the dog thought, photo. Oh, okay, yeah. so I'm sure that happens. I'm, in this I'm movie. feeling I'm feeling <laughs> yeah, a little bit weird go. about the idea of like his wife dying and his girlfriend dying in this. <laughs> But I they feel die like at the he, same time. He's, wow. like, he's in a polyamorous relationship. He's devastated <laughs> equally by both of them. <laughs> it seems like a little, a really, little too much. Really ahead of its time. Polyamorous police officer. Find out his wife died, and you're sympathetic. And then you found out you his fight, girlfriend also girlfriend. died. And polyarmory. I did it. That's wow. the name of the movie. <laughs> Holly Armory? All right. I, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's, all right. Put it in the back pocket. Wow. Uh, somebody, you, you somebody can write me. that. Somebody if, stop please, me. If you want. Somebody stop me. Somebody stop Polly Armory. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. But yeah, I think the point is either, yeah, he just <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. It's, it's so confusing. confusing, the title. You gotta figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta people unravel that. I don't know that one. Like, the hell does is he have an R? Is he is he a mercenary that also is in a polyamorous yeah. relationship? That's a Gordian knot that you just gotta just keep working. <laughs> it's, it's gonna, that's a that's a ten year mystery right there. It adds to the hype, you know. No one knows what it is. In a world, is it in a world? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, who knows anymore? But he's not from Australia, even though Mel Gibson is from Australia, right? He's well, he worked so hard to get rid of his accent, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Mad Max. Um, but I, I think it is either he's coming back from leave because of the last time he flew off the handle and just he flew off the insane, handle. Or it's like he's transferring in from another part where he I think got kicked out because he flew off the handle and it's just ridiculous. And I like, think it's the second one. Did Diane... Now you got me doing it. Did Danny he? Glover. <laughs> did he lose his partner? Like, did his partner get shot? Or did, like, Mel's partner get shot? Like, someone's partner. Because oh. they got to get partnered up. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe it wasn't his wife that died. Maybe it was his partner that died. Oh, maybe. But I think and maybe that's also, why that's why Mel Gibson only likes to do things solo. That's another thing I think that comes up. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be partners with anybody. Mm-hmm. And they partner up with Danny Glover because I th- think the the like captain or whatever his idea is like oh well maybe like this will calm him down if his like partner is like one week from retirement. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the impetus of like making them be partners is he because he can't i guess he would have fired mel gibson i feel like he could but he's got to be like you're just too good of a cop to get rid of you so i'm gonna put the, you in the, the police gonna, union's too powerful I'm i can't put, fire you i'm gonna put you with the with the least proactive yeah put him where he'll like police, yeah police officer we got and danny glover mm-hmm. yeah you maybe it's just to show him the ropes of how to do it you know like 
you're you're at the end of your job you know why mm-hmm. not just show another guy how to do this yeah and danny clover is the straight man he does things by the book yep mel gibson's a little fast and loose with stuff yeah a little a lot does he like plant drugs on somebody and like in, in hopes to like interrogate them or like what how extreme does, I would, like, I would not be surprised if uh, it's like I would see a scene where he's like I'll, I'll just shoot him in the leg he'll tell me where it's at oh, <laughs> like Jesus Griggs is Gary Busey <laughs> like the leader of like an organ evil organization or is he like a businessman who's like if it's 87 too high I, feel up like, to be I feel like down. He's, a, he's like business like businessman cover story for his criminal <clears throat> enterprise network yeah that's like that's the 80s villain is this gary mm-hmm. Busey before his uh dramatic brain injury yeah okay this is like when he's got it together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i see i i actually forgot that he was the villain isn't there a second villain i thought there could be like a hench i thought or gary Busey might have just been like the second second because i would feel that mm-hmm. both of our leads would have a villain like counterpart. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. Is there a dirty cop in the police station? Hmm. I guess I don't even really exactly remember what the villains are doing in this. Movie. Do we have two jerk cops like in Beverly Hills Cop that are always <laughs> rubbing in Murtaugh's and Rick's face how bad of a job they're doing? I don't. I don't I know. But always I'm giving them. Always giving them shit when they come yeah. into the station. The other guys. <laughs> of the movie yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know there's i mean i'm sure there are they're mm-hmm. probably like a female officer too maybe I yeah i think there's a love up. interest for mel gibson well there is because he's got a girlfriend that gets murdered mm. <laughs> are don't you be sure? around this guy <laughs> yes or and a wife and a girlfriend both die <laughs> you gotta choose one i know maybe they were the we same can't person polyarmory just yet <laughs> well that's what i was saying maybe yeah, i think it, of the, maybe I like it the idea of the partner, partner died and yeah and he was also dating his partner who was also his <laughs> right yeah right, exactly that's, that's why, how you know why he's he has such a non-binary <laughs> he's non-binary Look, polyamorous don't and a police officer <laughs> put another shrimp on the barbie I, maybe nobody died. I don't know, man. But definitely his girlfriend dies in this movie. Did you already say there's a moment where he like puts a gun to his head? Isn't there a moment like that? Because he's like, yeah, I think there is. Is that this one or is that in? It's got to be this I one. I think his wife died. I'm, ca- I'm saying his All wife right. died. He's, I'm saying his committed. girlfriend dies. Brad, Brad, take a note. We're coming back to this I'm in part say, two. I think there's a photo he looks at. It might be his girlfriend, but it could be his wife. We'll, we won't might revisit be the same any of the, anything else. It could be his partner. <laughs> it could be his partner. We won't revisit anything else in part two, but this we're going to revisit. Because he's on the edge of suicide. Like, he gives no Fs. Yes, he has completely he's he's, well, yeah. done worrying about himself at all. Which is why he probably shouldn't have uh, taken this job. He has no That's all he knows how to a, do, Andy. Yeah. He has he no self-preservation. Got, he also has a German Shepherd, I think. He's got a dog. He doesn't load a weapon, so who knows? Yeah. And he lives <laughs> in, in a cabin. A trailer? Mm-hmm. That's Not the one that gets cabin. helicoptered down. He, he lives on in a beach. trailer on the beach. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's a sweet-ass, like... Loft space. It's a pretty like, cool setup. Yeah, it's kind of like it looks bigger than than it's than from the out from that the movie inside. magic. Yeah. It's yeah. like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's always drinking too, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can we talk well, about the, 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 the jazz, the constant jazz, the saxophone? Ooh, I mean, it's a Navy's movie. That's what you expect. No, Lethal Weapon is known for the saxophone. It's like the lethal sax. Oh, <laughs> lethal sax. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the music's going to be great. I know it's going to be It's all great. saxophone. It's so good. I like it. So this it. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have this Christmas tree buying bit. What else do we have? That's Christmas? That's Christmas. Christmas songs? He turns on the radio. Jingle bell, Is, is Danny Glover trying to find the perfect gift for, like, his kid or something Ooh, the whole time? like Jingle All the Way. And, like, he finally finds it, and then, like, in their very last chase, like, it gets crushed. And he's oh, like, dang like it. But then Mel Gibson shows up and he's like, I got a new one for you because I care about you now. They have to have a moment like that where they're like going to tear each other's throats out. And then suddenly they come back together when like there's like a piece of the crime that like just falls into place and they have to work together. Because Yeah, they definitely have the falling out. Yeah. But I mean, because I mean, part of the, the charm from the whole series is like in the first one, they are very much at odds. But like yeah. after at the end of this movie and into the next one, it's like they are now like genuinely brothers. <laughs> like like well, Mel yeah, Gibson is like, like a part of his family of like. <laughs> 
Danny Glover's family now. Danny like, Glover quickly in the movie too invites him over for dinner. Yes, like, that's like a standard. Like that's what you do with partners thing. And, of course, of course, because yeah. he doesn't want to make him feel so alone. I and think. Mel, Mel yes. is yeah, right. used to this right. sort of like love. Yeah, he's not used to being around family. Yeah, yeah. well, he doesn't yeah. want to get close because you're right. He, like he's basically given he's up. Lost, and he's just he, like he's look, lost his wife. He's yeah. lost his girlfriend. Lost his partner. Lost his partner. Lost his trailer. There's a moment he looks for his car keys. They're gone. Dude, where's his car? <laughs> his trailer's just on fire for no reason. <laughs> Lost the police station. Oh, it's just on yeah. fire for no reason. Yeah. This guy can't keep it, it just together. Vanished. Man. There used to be a building here. What the? T- <laughs> what? Is he always trying to like one up uh, Danny Glover or is it like the other way around where he's more humbled of like how good Danny Glover has it? There's like Danny Glover's family thinks like Mel Gibson's think like the coolest dude in the him. world. I think yeah. there there is no. the part where he like I feel like he kind of pulls back and kind of runs away from Danny Glover. Like when he's yeah. doing the, all the family stuff with him, he's just like, look, I don't I don't want to get involved. Like I don't like the connection because last time he got connected to something, he lost it. His dog white Whatever girlfriend died. <laughs> dog white girlfriend partner. Yeah. <laughs> So he definitely withdraws. He gets mad, like he does. Yeah, you're right. I think he like kind of storms out. He's like, I don't need this. Like, stop showing me all this pity. I'm not. I'm fine. And yeah. <laughs> like, you're not fine. Are they just trying to like solve like the big drug case? Is that what the thing is? Like, it's what gotta be the like is? they they stumble into it kind of thing. It can't be like they're assigned this well, they're, case. Yeah, right? well, they're cops, so they figure like you know they track leads and they uh, they probably canvas like a neighborhood I have to believe that knock they on get some doors knock the, on yeah some it's so bad I wish I knew anything about mm. the, gotta be an interrogation the enemy scene plot like, where, it's, right. where it's literally good cop bad cop like, they've gotta get like some how do you not do that they've gotta scene. get some baby case where they're like we gotta we, we gotta go there was a report of a, a kid with a stolen piggy bank we gotta well, go check it. And like when they're investigating weapon. it, like Mel Gibson's like, wait a minute, I see an entire drug ring operating off this warehouse next door. Let's get him. Well, Lethal Weapon 2. Which one's We're the not bomb? talking about that one. The bomb in Be- the bathroom. Because of uh, Family Three? Guy, they've they helped me understand that Lethal Weapon 2 is the guy who has diplomatic immunity. And then Lethal yeah. Weapon 4 is with Jet Li. We're not talking about either of those movies. I don't know anything about Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> Which is the one where they have to protect a but witness. Well, that's Joe pre- Pesci in the, the okay. sequel. Yeah. The, is that the bomb in the bathroom one? Which one? There's a moment where like a, a, a he, Danny Glover's house like, explodes his, and they his, jump away from his, the, the, the boom. Some of the, yeah, oh, the bad guys put four. a bomb in his toilet. Yeah, that's number four. He's and like on the toilet. Yeah, so yeah, Mel Gibson has to like, like catch him from the toilet into the bathtub and it blows that's up comedy. his entire house. Yeah, and I think that I remember watching that one. Although, and I, get, I get so mad watching four because they are the most incompetent police officers ever. Like they're protecting Joe Pesci and they just keep leaving him places. Number and four. he keeps getting kidnapped. He gets kidnapped multiple times because they just keep leaving. I'm like, do you guys know what your job is? There has no, to be. Number, number four has like a special place in my heart. It's a great movie. It's a great watch. It is the very first DVD I ever watched. Ooh. Did you watch it in the pan and scan? I remember seeing it pan and scan. I remember And that Christmas. frame just kept moving around <laughs> oh, yeah. because the movie is shot anamorphic. <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh, it's like the full screen DVD not know cannot keep up with this film. <laughs> That'd be horrible. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, this was Christmas Day. Um, oh, Christmas movie, yeah. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. And uh, maybe it was 97, 98, my cousin or grandpa got a DVD player, and it was like the year that they came out, or maybe it was a year after, and the first movie that somebody bought them was Lethal Weapon, so we all watched Lethal Weapon 4, like that Christmas night. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, so... This was so like that's a transition. Let's see what we got right. <laughs> <laughs> there is a sequence where the villains may kidnap Danny Glover's the, family. Yes, I don't know who specifically. The mm. daughter, one of the daughters. Okay, but I think there's a kidnap plot in this for the tail end. Once the villains are kind of like in too deep, that would give Danny Glover something to do while Mel's, you know, hadn't taking care of Gary Busey. Well, yeah, it gives which, and it gives Mel Gibson a chance to be like, oh man, like I care too because I've I yes. learned to care, and now we got we got a turning him. point that you're talking about right there is when he learns that like somebody in the family who's not a police officer, not involved in any way, got kidnapped. Then it's like more serious. Yeah, I, I feel like I do remember a scene where like Danny Glover's explaining to his wife about like how Griggs is like really messed up, and like they they really need to like 
be nice to him. They're trying to like rehabilitate him is sort of like what he's saying. So he's like, we got to, you know, he's, he might be a little sensitive. And then he comes like swaggering in, doing all the crazy stuff. And his wife's like, mm, at first, but they all come to love him. I'm just remembering just a few scenes, the girlfriend getting murdered, Christmas trees, <laughs> and the kidnapping, and that's like, think there's, so, there's I'm a like bi- piecing together I'm just like to those the moments. There's a big fight in like a mud pit or like a house that's like being built. It's like in the suburbs, and Gary Busey and Mel Gibson are just like slugging the shit out of Is each other. Is it raining? It may be raining or snowing or whatever. It's you gotta add some sort of add to the yeah. mud. Four has them fighting under a pier, and it's like very realistic fighting. Yeah, it's like just two, it's like there's no just fist fighting. There's they, no like fancy cuts right. or like yeah. big choreograph. It's just like how two dudes would just slug it out, and they're getting tired and yeah. stuff too. Like yeah. it feels like a they real both, fight. They both go and get it good. Um, obviously, Mel Gibson wins. I'm not sure how. I'm sure Gary Busey gets like choked or gets like shot or put through a rail or something like that and i think there's got to be that moment where like all the police show up to like see what's happened and rigs and Murtaugh are like bloody and like but they're muddy sitting there like back to yeah. they just start laughing yeah and they're just like so <laughs> hurt credits. yeah and the credits yeah i think it's uh it like zooms out yeah it's probably like uh probably jingle bell rock or some like christmas song plays when the helicopter he's like i'm shot. too old for this hey, shit. Yeah. merry christmas <laughs> happy new year motherfucker <laughs> Bam. Bam. Wow! <laughs> Should have given him the present first. Samuel L. Jackson just shows up for that one scene, then leaves. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Anything you got before we give it up? Let's, let's give it a go. I'm so excited to watch this because I know it's a good movie. Yeah, this is gonna be great. And I know that girlfriend dies. Or the dog. Or the wife. Or the partner. <laughs> we'll see what we got right what we got wrong in part two of lethal weapon oh man Fowl also said you're heavy into martial arts tai chi and all that uh killer stuff i suppose we have to register you as a lethal weapon <laughs> hey look friend let's just cut the shit now we both know why i was transferred everybody thinks i'm suicidal in which case i'm and nobody wants to work with me. Or they think I'm faking to draw a psycho pension, in which case I'm nobody wants to work with me. Guess what? What? I don't want to work with you. Hey, don't. God hates me, that's what it is. Hate him back, it works for me. Welcome back to the What Did One Shepherd Say to the Other Shepherd? Let's Get the Flock Out of Here podcast. We watch Lethal Weapon. that's a line? <laughs> Mel Gibson says that line. <laughs> it's a line there are some amazing quotes in this. My, uh, my favorite did line, I which I did that? write down, was, it's goddamn Christmas. <laughs> which, it's goddamn Christmas! Which, by the way, definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. The, that was the strangest delivery of any line in the movie. <laughs> when it, when it was and Gary the, Busey's the in the film, so it's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It almost seems perfect. <laughs> but yeah, he screams out that, it's goddamn Christmas! It's goddamn Christmas! It's the TV. Yes. It's a fun one. This movie one, though. is so chaotic. Like, yes. I, I watched wow. it, I, I, like, right near the end. I was like, I should have been taking more notes because I was excited to watch this. So I watched it literally the day after we did part one. And I've already jumbled a lot of it in my head. I was going to watch, like, three of them. Well, I was going to watch one, worse. two, and three. I and anything. I specifically didn't watch the rest because I realized I'd forgotten too much. And I was like, if I watch more, I'm just going to confuse them all again. Like, we did Well, part we one. did confuse a lot oh, yeah, of definitely. the other ones. We confused the second... Well, I confused the second one quite a bit mm-hmm. with the first one. The third one's... I think the third one is the one I know the most. So, I was wow. trying so to think that. that seemed like the worst one out of the four that I watched. But, um, and I did watch all four. You watched of them. all four Lethal wow, Weapons. Wow, impressive! I really wanted to watch. I didn't the most finish of them. Uh, the fourth up. one, but I do remember. The yeah, you probably one. know that one the most. I knew yeah. that one the most. I will honestly say the third one is the worst one. Oh, what a slump! It's it's not good. The junior year slump. The second one's pretty good, actually. Is Renee Russo in two, or is she? Just She's in, in three four? and She's four. In three and four. Three and four. Well, was Pesci show up? Two. He shows up in two, and he stays he's for back three, for three. And four, Chris Rock. Right. No, he, Joe Pesci's in all three. Once he's two, three, okay. and four. They two, need two, that. Four. They need that third heat. Chris Rock is only in four. He's, only in four. He's the um, the fia- Well, he's the the baby daddy of uh. God, I'm gonna mess his name up. Donald. Oh, da- Danny. Danny Glover. <laughs> Still. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Chris Rock is the is the father of his oldest daughter. Uh, wait. Yeah, father of his oldest daughter's unborn child. How in the old one. is the daughter supposed to be in this film? Because there was it some uncomfortable like she's scenes. like sixteen. It seems like you were right. There is a very flirty. She's flirting with Mel Gibson's oh, yeah. character. Now I can appreciate that he clearly is just amused by it. He's mm-hmm. just like, ha ha, yeah, like as a teen, and yeah. he's kind of ribbing Danny Glover about it and like joking. But like, she is for sure like, oh my, yeah. hi. Yeah. We, we didn't get the classic like foot under the table scene. Yeah. So I'm glad that didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, that would have been. But. She is like. She seems like she's fourteen to me, fifteen maybe. There's a moment where she's like in a very sheer shirt with her hands tied above her head in like a warehouse, and I'm just like, this is making yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah. I immediately had to look up the yeah. actress's age, twenty seven. Wow, <laughs> never would have guessed that. <laughs> Birthday was in nineteen sixty. Jeez, she's I as mean, old as my mom. <laughs> I will say, like, that's where my mom was born. <laughs> the the intro, the Dave Glover's intro is the entire family bursting in on him while he's taking a bath. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're all just like, he's "Happy that, birthday, oh, Dad!" He's, he's got that big, beautiful beard in the tub, too? naked. I guess, he's, and they're all yeah, hanging out. The movie starts with him with a beard. Yeah, beautiful that's right. Beard. And the daughter we're talking about is the one who tells him to cut it. Yeah, because there's gray in the beard like, it makes oh, him look old, old and so he shaves it off to look younger did they shoot that scene last or first you know Ooh. Did, did he have the beard going in or did he have the beard going out yeah, it's probably just easier to grow a beard and then just shave it and move forward mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't know danny lover is 41 in this uh, yeah, this like he's, he's like playing I, fifty. Can, I, was saying, I always thought he was 50s. retiring from the first movie, but he's retiring. He's not retiring in this one. They never mention it. They just they just mention that he's like a senior cop is all. And so I always thought because he says he's getting too old for this shit, and I watched the fourth one too many times, and he's always just retiring. Yeah, I always assume that he's just one week away. Every single movie, he's retiring. Just does he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he doesn't commit. Putting it off. Uh, so, so should we start by clarifying some things? That we yeah, I guess need to so. Clarify? Yeah, probably. Mel Gibson has a dead wife. Yes. Yep. No girlfriend. No girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. It's a dog in the, the end. second one. It's a dog in the end of the film. Yes, he's got yeah. a girlfriend and a dog in the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife died in what a car accident. Yeah, it's like an offhanded yeah. uh, sentence that uh, Richard Donner's wife—I forget that actress's name. Yeah, Richard Donner directed the film. And she shows up in like almost all of his films. Mm-hmm. And she's only in the movie to like give just exposition about how crazy like Riggs is. Like you can't trust this guy. And he should, the one scene with the police sergeant is with her and him. But there's no police sergeant like loose cannon. There's like that. He doesn't show back up. He doesn't. He doesn't lose cannon. No. Dan Glover and Mel Gibson no, are off doing their own thing. Uh, so well, yeah. No, so we can talk about that. Like that pressure. We were trying to say, like, did he transfer from another place? Did he do this stuff. No. He he just basically had a breakdown after his wife's death, and he's no. currently suicidal. Well, and the department, oh I guess, God. is trying to. They give him to Danny Glover, and they're because they're not sure if he's faking. Being it's like a, depressed, yeah. Trying, trying to get an early retirement because oh. they keep talking about this sweet medical, like medical retirement benefits. Who's talking about that though? Because I know Danny Glover brings it up in the scene where I they actually confront it. No, the, the, yeah, the, the lady's talking the lady to Danny Glover's psychologist. Yeah, the psychologist is talking to the captain about it, and the captain's like blowing her off, and the she ca- is the cat. Is the captain the one that believes that he's trying to get a, this pension yeah. thing? But she believes that he's actually she suicidal. He's genuinely suicidal, oh. and that it's yeah, a really bad idea. Yeah, to like put him back in yeah. the field because the captain is very callous. He yes. says like if he kills himself, then he kills himself. He, well, yeah, whoops he's a, do. He thinks so he's, bad. He thinks <laughs> he's faking it, or that he's just a baby for not handling, like she get was, over it kind of she thing. She was like, he's suicidal, and then he was like, well, how do you know he's suicidal? Um, you would know if he says he's suicidal. Yeah, like, and, he's, he was and he's just made, trying to get like, those benefits. Eighties mental health was not taken seriously. <laughs> it was it was ignored. There's and then not the a guy bill for like, it. Then it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you just go under the impression of like, oh, it's not serious? You should it, take that seriously. They didn't take it seriously back then. It and he was like, problem. he was like, well, if he dies, then we'll yeah. know. He was well, and they, and they also talk about not only is he does he have this depression from his wife's death, but he also is suffering from PTSD from his time in Vietnam. Vietnam. Both of them are yeah. Vietnam veterans. But I think was actually I didn't remember any of this but it's a really fun dynamic and it is really interesting that they do make a point of him like kind of talking about the fact that like he was in like special operations he did some like crazy stuff he's a he was a marksman shooter yeah and Um, like that's a scene that comes up later it it, it definitely comes up like there's a whole rivalry between him and gary Busey, who was like another one of those dudes they have the same tattoo yeah like so they were like the same they're part of like the super super elite secret squirrel elite death squad guys yeah and like so they didn't know each other but they like come 
are competing. Like it sounds yeah. like they both had reputations. Yeah, there's a, a, all of these reasons <laughs> are just so like it, this. Okay, it, his wife died. He was in war, and he has PTSD. It's. Yeah, you could pretty clearly he's see. Faking it, Andy. He's faking it, Andy. It's not like, real. Why he just wants that psych retirement. It. Men can't have mental health problems. Yeah, in the eighties, you get a mullet and you move on. <laughs> well, because I watched the other four, you find out in the second one that his wife was targeted and killed by oh, the villain in the second uh, one because Mel Gibson was. Um, stumbling into finding evoked. something that he should not have found out. Let mm. me try and figure out the plot. Good of luck, because it's all over the place. Here we okay, go. Okay, here we okay. go. So there's an opening scene of uh, Danny Glover has a best friend who was also in the military who owes. Um, they know each other. They owe each other's favors. That guy's daughter's in the opening scene. You see her uh, fully laid out in a bed, sprawled out. Yep. She's she does a. a Line of coke or she's heroin. Co- she's splattered in blood. Mm-hmm. And she's like thinking about jumping off uh, a high-rise building, which she ends up doing, splashes to the ground. We later find out that she um, got bad drugs from a hooker that was hired by uh, not Gary Busey, but Gary Busey has a his boss. Employer, his yeah. employer, who I forget, who is the antagonist to Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she would have died anyway had she not jumped off. Yes. So it was not a suicide. It was a homicide. Um, And then uh, her dad gets shot by Gary Busey. (laughs) In a helicopter. He knows too much about a heroin thing. Uh, that's happening within yep. the movie. There's like a big heroin. It was a conspiracy. So, yeah. So like Gary Busey's boss, yeah. like started up some heroin business, I think, with yes. and hires a bunch of dudes who were and the, that, the special ops dudes in Vietnam. That boss is using the dead girl's dad as like he's, money laundering. He's their accountant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's like yeah. He yeah. launders the money. But right. The, but his businesses. He's turning into. He's turning to the cops. Um, they're threatening his daughter again, but it doesn't matter because Gary Busey ends up killing that guy anyway, which puts Mel Gibson and Danny Glover on the scene. And moments later, after like all this happens super fast, they think they kill Mel Gibson, but they don't kill him. Yep. And they end up stealing Danny Glover's daughter. And then Danny Glover <laughs> has to meet them in like a desert to do an exchange of information for the daughter, but he doesn't really know anything. Mm-hmm. And there's a big shootout there in the desert. Somehow Danny Glover, the it's daughter, and Mel Gibson all live, even though they're way outnumbered. And, and their plan doesn't like ends up not working. I mean, it works for a bit, yeah. and then they still get all captured in the end. And you're like, oh, like they were gonna kill Danny Glover. Like they made that clear he wasn't gonna leave the mm-hmm. desert. And then they just capture all three of them after yes. like, and they're like, well, we're not gonna kill any of you. We're just gonna take you to our lair. Yep. And the guy from Die Hard that eats the candy bar. <laughs> well, also the guy <laughs> from there. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, he's the same guy. <laughs> same guy. Is <laughs> there? As I was so happy to see him. Mel Gibson's torturer. Mel Gibson ends up killing him. Yeah, and he's being tortured by electricity, uh, water, water, there's yeah. water dripping on him, and he's being hit with like car battery cables yeah. or something. Which I, I, I thought was really funny because they talk about like the Gary Busey's talking up the dude. He's like, "This dude's forgotten more about torture than you ever know." And like the dude shocks a bit, and then like and he goes to Gary like, I don't Busey, know anything and, and he goes to Gary Busey. He's like, "I don't know. I feel like you would have told us if he knew more." <laughs> that was it. That was yeah. instead like he sounded very too because like. Like uh, he's getting shocked and he's like wrestling and stuff, and then Gary Busey punches him, and then Gary Busey gets shocked too because yes, he I hit, did like that. Him. Yeah, he hit him while he was getting <laughs> he was shocked. Kind of, he was, it was like good. causing damage to himself. There were some weird moments of realism in this movie, yeah. like when they're on the shooting range, like everyone's being really good about wearing their ear protection, like which does not happen in movies. Like there's just weird things in this where like someone was paying attention to the details. And on the flip side, there's goofiness. <laughs> yeah, and then well, right. Stooges comedy packaged up in this bundle of insanity. <laughs> Here's one moment. I mean, definitely, I talked about the Three Stooges moment with the Christmas trees yes. in the beginning. But another moment that I thought was goofy and didn't really play that well is the scene where uh, super skinny Jim Belushi lookalike yep. shows up. I, I know this and, guy. <laughs> and uh, he's apparently, I don't know, maybe he's some type of dealer with the drugs. Yeah, um, he's he's like handling the shipments coming right in. this whole sequence is basically to show how bad the bad guys are yes and what oh, do they do yes okay do what do they do to prove how about. bad they are <laughs> how, how mean, bad how mean they, they are. are yeah how mean they are oh grabs gary Busey's forearm 
and then proceeds to burn it with just a lighter as if they're 14 years old. I was like, burns in. is that as, just as like face. dangerous or aggressive or like threatening as you could possibly be? Well, and it would seem so strange. Like the dude was like commenting. He's like, you got all these weirdo ex-mercenary like mercenary dudes coming around. And the bad guy's like, let me show you why. And I'm like, you, all you've done is confirm exactly what this guy was already saying that they are weird and crazy like yeah i i mean i guess you are positioning yourself as in don't mess with me because look how insane we all are but yeah. at the it same a, time I was it was like, a bit kind of silly too bit, yeah. i mean it's of course like he's burning his arm and it's like why are you doing that uh, dude, but at the same time say, I'm like, go see the doctor he's like go downstairs see, him. Yeah. see go dr melvin up. about it yeah go get some make sure you're good there. Put some yeah. newsborns so right. scar. I can imagine <laughs> take the a few days, having take like a few an days. ascot mm-hmm. on and like a pipe and stuff. Right. <laughs> so the boss is from other things. I know him most from being the dad in, in Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg, yep. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, he's in a lot of other stuff. I didn't even But that's where you really know. There's from. even some like he's black and white like headshots of him, so he's been acting for a long time. Greg's dad, I believe, in the show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Man, that show was great. <laughs> I watched that show all the time as a kid. Man, this this movie is so insane, and in the best way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, and I will say, the two leads are so fantastic oh, together. Yeah. They're, They're perfect. They are together. so charming. This is one of those movies where this I feel like it era. could have easily not worked at all. And it, it works so well because the like the two of them are so good together. My favorite scene in the movie is so subtle and quiet. It's when they're pulling up um, to like the big mansion or whatever, and the camera's just like behind them in the back of the car, and they're just like quietly chit chatting to each yes. other. And it's like you can't even like quite hear what they're saying, but they're just like having like two dudes in a car talking about you know what's happening in front of them. Mm-hmm. It was great. There's, there's a couple. Yeah, of, there's there's a, like, a lot of great moment moments. where they're standing, like where the first time that he comes over to Danny Glover's house, yep. uh, and there's you know Greg's just standing there. They're just chatting and they're like kind of joking about family life and mm-hmm. the kids and just you know being regular people in between the insane stuff they do. And it's like it's great humanizing stuff, and they play yeah. so well together. I don't. It's know. nice it's to really see good. like those human moments because yeah, what they're, Gibson needs and they're them. not Danny, they're not like the Danny crazy eighties Superman guys. Yeah, like they're Mel two Gibson regular cops. And they, yeah, I don't know. It was it was really fun. Does Danny Glover really get anything out of the end of the film and change or change in any way? Does he like meet Mel Gibson in the middle somehow, or is he? He's not as too old for this shit. Yeah, that's right, what I'm yeah. trying to say. And then <laughs> Mel Gibson is suicidal really near got. the end. <laughs> he, I mean, he, I guess in the sense he was upset at having a partner at all. It sounds like he just normally doesn't Does have stuff one. Alone, yeah. And he was really yeah, annoyed that he was getting was... assigned one, especially one that was like supposed to be. But he like, seems crazy. like a nice guy. Like, and, who would want to hang out? That's right. He learns that he's like, oh wow, like we're best he friends. He invites him to dinner, hangs out on a boat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like some of the moments where he's like, at the end of the dinner, he's like, hey, did you really like my wife's cooking? And then it, they sat there for a little while, and he's like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Danny Glover smiles, because he yeah. knows he meant, he meant yes. Because he knows he it's in, bad, yeah. Well, he knows right. it's bad, but he knows he also enjoyed being Yeah, he liked yeah. being there. And, and, and that's, like yeah. a, that's a nice little The dude's chatting moment. on the boat with beers after like the dinner mm-hmm. with the family. Like It's just a good like bonding scene for these two guys. And, and Danny Glover used to, gets to show off his dadhood when the daughter yes. comes by to like ask to go on a date. <laughs> yes. like, she's grounded for doing marijuana. Yeah, oh, right, but then Mel like, Gibson no, talks about how marijuana is not bad. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, very. Progressive. I was like, that's really interesting for the war on drugs in the 1980s. Yeah, well, well, it's not legal, so it's bad. So you're grounded. Yeah, until it becomes, you know, legalized. But yeah, you just gotta wait a couple yeah. years, lady. You'll get there. The the yeah. plot of this movie, though, it, it goes from zero to a hundred. I feel like I got so fast most of it. Like it goes from I mean, like Glover you, gets you out of a the bath. bit of like the suicidal guy on the roof well, it's, a, it's, it's more it's more no, the connections. but that sets up no 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 because that sets Gibson. up the next scene no 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 because that sets up the very next scene that's important because uh danny glover wants to get the job done by the right book. by the book mel gibson goes up there and basically handcuffs him to oh, the suicidal the guy, guy yeah. to the jumper because he's suicidal too and he doesn't really care he doesn't want him to jump but Ultimately, he jumps, and it leads to the next scene where they go into this like abandoned—I don't know—storefront, and then uh, Danny Glover like confronts him, like, "Are you actually suicidal? Oh, like, yeah. prove yourself." Oh, the and he gun gives thing. him a That's gun, right. and then it gets to the point where he actually like. He, pulls, he puts it at his forehead, and then Danny Glover's like, "No, put it in your mouth." Yeah, it's a then pretty it, intense. It gets scene. intense. Right. Even before that, he has the the scene right after he finishes the tree 
bust uh, where he's sitting alone in his trailer and he's he like puts his gun in his mouth yeah. and he just yeah, cries yeah, and it's, it's a really and it's quiet and it's really intense really like yeah and, and Mel, in your scene mel gibson does pull the trigger but danny he glover like starts, stops, stops it. it with his hand and like it pinches his finger and danny glover's like what are you he's doing like, he's like holy shit you were genuinely gonna do it <laughs> he should not have called his bluff and i think that was one of the lines i think in there too yeah. like yeah. don't don't like tempt me you don't want to tempt right. me is what mel gibson yeah. said before yeah. he gave him the gun he goes full mel gibson in this yeah this <laughs> the way full, yeah but the way the characters like come interweave though is just really weird like danny glover gets his wife mentions a call from an old friend of his yeah yep. he's like oh, i kind of recognize that name he gets called to like this murder it's that dude's daughter and so he happens to be the cop working this case. Like it, it's not like he forces himself onto it. Like he was assigned to this. He shows up, and then he's like, "Ah, what? How convenient!" So then he like talks to his old buddy, and his old buddy's like, "Kill whoever did this." Yeah, and like oh, yeah. So he wants to be off the hook for the drugs. Yeah, and then it turns right. out it was the dad's fault because yeah, he was. They his boss found out he was gonna flip on the mm. gang, and so they had his like daughter killed and. Then he gets killed from a helicopter at a seaside that restaurant. That was a little bit weird. Mel <laughs> well, Gibson's like shooting his gun like, like super far. He's like, "Tell the... me a little bit about this okay. thing," and then <laughs> a helicopter just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's really awkward. He like I was he's like, like, "What full... did he have? Like a, a a recording gun that he was listening in on this? How did he know he was talking about before, this?" Before he gets shot, the guy grabs like a full carton of eggnog. Yes. Just, like, oh, you're absolutely somewhere. right. And he's like, he just starts down. chugging some eggnog. <laughs> Who does? And it's a Christmas movie, damn it! <laughs> the guy who gets shot in the day. Oh, no! And, and there's a moment. I hope he gets shot in eggnog. And, well, he's holding the eggnog in such a way where it's like right. In he the gets middle shot of through. His it's chest. like bleh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh my god! It's like right in front of the squib, where like everything could just blow out through the eggnog. Oh, I. He's oh, holding yeah. it like super, yep. like uncomfortable and weird. Yeah, that is, it is a weird. Dead bit. And, then, the and then they really got no, their money's worth. Fly out they really it. got their money's worth. That helicopter. That helicopter shows up in like every single scene with the boss the going forward great. that boss yeah. is like look i bought a damn helicopter i'm gonna We're fly gonna a damn helicopter. helicopter yeah i also appreciate when anything has the villain travel in an rv as if like that's the opulence of the, his life that he's leaving because he, he's calling from a car phone it, to the bad guys it's i think it was meant to be the limousine that he's riding in later but it was definitely an rv he's just like in the passenger seat in the front because the car phone is like on the huge dash between them and they're like way high up sitting in this driving down the road he's just calling gary Busey from this car phone huh. like demanding that things get taken care of i think it's after the helicopter shooting at the restaurant thing yeah okay and he's but, just generic evil bad guy yeah with no real like motive other than just wanting to money and drugs and yes well and it's funny because he really is like he's supposed to be the boss primary bad guy but gary Busey is clearly the primary yeah. bad guy like but because danny glover glover Gibson, kills the other each, dude each of them needs like way early like not way early but like right before, before yeah. Busey, like just even like the dude kills himself the cars on fire and some grenades blow up and that's yeah. it but it's like hey man this this movie gets out of hand in the best way mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, who's the lethal weapon too is it Mel Gibson? They, had the oh, line. Gibson. they had the line yeah yeah that was the line in there <laughs> you're a lethal weapon <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i also kind of forgot about 80s mel gibson i i i'm only really remembering 90s mel gibson Mad Max? where he has just a regular American voice and this one you get a little bit of the mm -hmm. hint of the uh, Australian accent yeah, you do. coming through mm -hmm. I was like whoa I didn't expect that and then I saw the second one it was still kind of there you know only two years later or so but by the third one it seems to be kind of gone at yeah. that point um, Brad do you, mm. do you get the shout out to one of uh, I think our uh, fun drinks from childhood Canadian Mist I didn't see that. Got a shout out. I think Danny Glover offers that. It's like in his oh. fridge or something. He's like, got Canadian mist. There's Canadian mist in there. You want, you want a Canadian mist? Like, <laughs> there's, a couple, there's a couple of moments in this movie where it like grounds it in reality in a neat way. Constantly like in the background of scenes, like Bill Gibson will just have like Looney Tunes on. Yeah. Or like Danny Glover will be just in his living room and you'll hear like Family Feud or something happening in the background. Mm -hmm. And it just really shows these are just like normal people and like everyday life just like hanging out watching tv just chilling just like hey, do you think like the do. looney tunes thing though is like just to add like a juxtaposition emotionally for like where mel gibson is hard to say what he's well, yeah kind of that's a good question well to go with your point the family feud thing where danny glover's got his oh. family oh yeah. yeah i mean it could be i i would imagine it has but. to have more of a purpose like why would they choose looney tunes you know over anything else mm. I, I to me it felt like it was just like a complete like I don't know stark 
just juxtaposition between like where he is emotionally and yeah. you know mm-hmm. how silly that content is sure. on the screen. He's not paying attention to that stuff. I also think, think just like uh, game shows are just so hot in the eighties too. <laughs> like yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's what normal people would be watching. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe Family Feud was just like, okay, we need some like game show in the background. But the yeah, Looney Tunes I mean, seem to be like more of a deliberate choice. I don't choice. know. You'd have to ask Richard Donner. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I'm yeah, gonna, give him I'll, a uh, give him a ring. I'll tweet him. <laughs> there you go. I'll tweet at him. I, I would still be alive. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to tweet him. <laughs> I was slightly disappointed with the ending. Um, yeah. So, so I guess Danny Glover's like realization is that he doesn't need to do things by the book because he just lets Mel Gibson like and Gary Busey just have a fight. He's like they need to they need to fight it There's out. Cops and all around, all the like, cops in in yeah. West Hollywood or whatever are just surrounding them watching. Danny Glover's like I'll take the heat if something happens. Let it play out in the mud. Just yeah, brawling it out and <laughs> and I really like the there's like the moment where. Griggs finally wins, but he doesn't kill Busey. He leaves them. He's like, all right. Mm -hmm. Like, that was his moment where he, like, would have killed him. And now he's choosing not to. And that's, like, that's his part of his growth. But then he kills him. But then he kills him. (laughs) I was like, God damn it. Because he has a bit where, like, the other cops start taking away and he busts out and steals one of their guns. So they have to whip around and they both blast him. In the strangest, like, slow mo. Real weird shot. Like, and I was, that that was the one part in this movie that I just didn't want. I was like, get rid of that i didn't like drawn that. out and, and it was danny glover that killed him no no it's mel, mel gibson. gibson yeah mel gibson whips around just blows him away no hesitation mel gibson's got the sweet sharpshooter because <sighs> like what stuff. gary Busey was gonna shoot someone or he just did it he, he was gonna he was he gonna, gonna shoot it yeah he, grabbed, he, got, he grabbed one of the cops guns that was like oh, okay. arresting him. and then he was gonna shoot mel and danny but it's like the exact the same sequence with the uh pool guy the pool guy earlier yeah, I, that's a scene I had to rewatch because I did not understand what had happened yeah. originally. The pool scene is a little confusing. They pull up at this house and they're like, oh, "Like we're gonna have to figure out how to get." It. And then the gate just opens. And there's like, like, oh, like a, a Girl Scout like selling cookies or calendars. Like, just leaving or something. She's like, "Hey, what's yeah, up?" There's somebody and they just leaving. Drive on in. And yep. I, I was like, I thought he this was like, and he looks yeah, at and they, a they business see place two or women something. like clearly putting like cocaine into bags. Yes, inside the house, and he like waves at them, and they wave back, and then they show the IDs, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna leave." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, I guess we'll walk on it." And then some dude just starts shooting at him from a pool house across the way. Yeah, it seemed. Very and I was fast. like, it was the one dude that was there, like. This is like a Whose drug manufacturing house. Like, yeah, like who was that? Like, that was the one guard, or was it like a, an actual dude? That like, I guess it was the pimp for Dixie, the daughter and her friend, yeah. and that's why they'd daughter end up Dixie. going there. Like, they, they got the lead of, oh, the, I okay. This was again a scene I really liked when they're connecting the dots. Uh, thin, it's <laughs> <Yes>. real thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they made up. They're some like, stuff. they're like, what if instead of her seeing her jump, she was actually in the room and had to make up the story? And like, they go through this whole sequence of events, and they're both like, it's real thin, but hey, let's go. It's it's thin, and then it turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like that was a good bit. But yeah, like they 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 go to this place, and I guess that guy was the pimp, so they wanted to talk to him, and then he shoots at them. But it. it I was Did so kill confused. him. I thought Danny Lover shoots him in the leg. He does, but then he—it's uh, like the ending. Oh, or he makes where him move they again. thought he had him, and then he wh- pulls out a gun real quick, and they blast him again, and he falls in the pool and gets caught up in the plastic. Yeah, cover I don't know and why dies. they were trying to make a point with that. Like that scene was creepy. I was like, shoot I would him not again. want to shoot yeah. that scene. That dude's so like fast. in that plastic bag in a pool, and like that's ooh man, that was weird. Yeah, that was creepy. I was I was thinking I was that too. I was like, how'd out. you shoot that? Yeah, I like, wouldn't want to be that. Seems unsafe. Yeah, he dies real fast in that. Right. Yeah. Things can go wrong there that that was something and they go to investigate the friend who poisoned the daughter dixie and her house explodes another great scene when they're chatting with the kids they pull up they're like police before they even get close to it they're just boom dixie's in trouble they're just walking in the house blows up they run back to the car the kids like whoa do that again (laughs) that was great it was great yeah the whole sequence with the kids was don't don't tell them your name yeah don't tell them you're five Don't tell him your name, my Johnny. Son, my mom says that you cops shoot black people. And Dangler's like, oh, you're right, but fuck, kid. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to know this yet. No. You're too young, kid. <laughs> that was so good. And good oh, things, man. things have changed oh, in society <laughs> from 1980. Uh, uh, oh, dear. 
Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Mel Gibson gets like a total hard on because he goes to like see the device of like what blew up the house. And he's like, this was like, this is some super oh, yeah. awesome magnesium trigger. I've seen this mercury trigger yeah. from my back in Nam. And he's like, he's like all about it. He's like almost like caressing how sweet this, this trigger thing is. This is what like, those CAA guys would use. Someone was really good at blowing up houses. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, feels so. Ugh. Back in the shit. So good. <laughs> yeah, real ramped up about that. So ramped up it's about like, why? it. Why? Then he got even why? ramped up again because the kid pointed out his tattoo was the same one as the guy. Yeah. There and Mel Gibson gets even more ramped up. That's a good little clue. Good. Mm-hmm. I did like that Busey thought he won this contest they have because he just blasts him in a drive-by. Like oh, yeah. Mel Gibson and hits his vest. I like that. He's the line like, after that too. He's like, God damn, that hurt. <laughs> like he's just like, oh. Five inches higher, you'd be dead. Yeah. Five inches lower, I've been singing falsetto. <laughs> that was really, yep, that was oh, a good bit. Classic eighties line. Nailed yep. it. <laughs> yep. That's a great line. Yeah, that was another again, that was a weird bit of the writing where they're like, ah, now they think I'm dead. We can use this to our advantage. And it it, it paid off for I guess five minutes. They like meet the desert and they're like Danny Glover won't have anyone to help and then I Mel mean, Gibson it, snipes it, like three of the guys and then they yeah. catch him and you're yeah, like oh it didn't okay really go as planned yeah but you know I guess not everything does so I guess that makes sense too it just it was just kind of a weird payoff for the idea of we, we could fake his death because they even get the captain in on the captain gets the call from Busey who's posing mm-hmm. as a reporter he's like I was uh, following up on a report of an officer shooting earlier and the captain's like yes he's dead he's dead and they're like ah yes haha we'll, we'll send someone over found it out and then the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> Eric Clapton did the music. Really? Yes. Oh man! It wasn't and you were not wrong much. about the music. <laughs> the saxophone. Well, there wasn't as much saxophone. Anytime Danny Glover was on the screen, the saxophone was, was out of control. Anytime there wasn't dialogue, it was more guitar. It was more guitar. Yeah, yeah, that's guitar though. Danny Glover had sax. It was like synth sax believe. all over the place. Oh, synth sax. Oh okay. my god, right. it was. I'll it, give yeah. you that. Yeah. It was crazy. It was not strong music. Sax. It was, was hyper sexual. It was more guitar. The whole movie. It was more like midi it was amazing. Sex. Like at first I was like, <laughs> what? Was I was, at first I was annoyed, and then I was like, no, this was the right call. This is great. I love they it. They overdo it a little bit in the beginning, but then you, <laughs> you get it into it. Yeah, yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Clapton was all over this. Man. Yeah, you were not. I, I didn't remember it at all. You yeah. were calling oh, yeah. it out. That's like you were the, right. That's the reason you watched Lethal Weapon. And how does it show up in the sequels? Um, I I heard it. All throughout the second one, uh-huh. I don't know if I really remember what the third they one sounded like. They abandoned the third one? Uh. I don't know if I really remember what it sounded like. I probably stopped paying attention as much. Mm. That could be. It becomes just part of the experience. You yeah. don't notice it. I don't remember. It's white noise. That one was bad. <laughs> that, one was, that one was like a dirty cop. Uh, the second one is the... Um, diplomatic community. Diplomatic community. Diplomatic community. Family guy. It's you know, just brought that revoked. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that I think Danny Glover says that, and then yeah, the third one is like a yeah. dirty cop who's like killing other cops, and the fourth one is there's like a a Chinese like drug smuggling slash human smuggling operation. Yeah, where like they're bringing over Chinese people to America, but then like it's gonna cost them thirty five thousand dollars. So they're like having to pay off these debts by working like human trafficking mm-hmm. this really set the table for the fast and the furious films and lethal yeah. should have just kept going keep adding like big list actors it should have Bru- put bruce willis in it put arnold in it. make it like the expendables yeah let's like keep yeah. doing it but you can no, definitely see it you can absolutely see the direct line between the lethal weapon and and die hard which was what like a year or two later how yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Die like hard right away and i can absolutely see like this movie goes and they're like yup <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, I was like, I, I kind of thought like, you know, Die Hard's its own thing, Lethal Weapon's its own thing, but in a way, they have very similar oh, feels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they are very different movies, you're right. Like, but at the same time, you can absolutely see the pieces of both of them, like, in each other. Yeah, they kind of, they seem like... Uh, they they coexist quite well. Yeah, you know, well, they, you they, both yeah, they both bring like, in like feel like the same movie just written differently. Yeah, right? you're right. Yes. But, you know, bringing in the everyman cops uh, in contrast to the 80s action heroes. The buddy, yeah, the buddy comedy. And the buddy, yeah, the buddy cop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, man. This is a good watch. I'm yeah, this was great, this man. I don't know if I was warned about male buns. I can't oh, that's oh, right. I forgot. I can't say. Like didn't remember. We to did tell not me. talk about. <laughs> I didn't remember. We Gibson. watched. Gibson buns. 
We watched that one movie. I forget it's the. Oh, what's the movie we watched already with Paul Walker? I already forgot it. The one with Paul Not Walker? Fast and Fear. Oh, uh, oh Jeepers that was uh, Jeepers Creep. No. No, no, no. Joyride. 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 We You're watched right, yes. Joyride, and I said if we ever watch another movie that has male buns in it, you was need it Paul to warn Walker's me. buns or was it Steve Zahn's buns? Both of them. You ah, see, double, yeah, yeah, right. double bun. You got double bun. They had to go yeah. naked. It I have a double buns quote from Andy Huber. I'll have to play at some point as a sound Double buns. Got double bunned. I got single bun here. Single bun here. It was good. Yeah, Mel Gibson's buns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, got some, some good torso. Some people, a lot like of hair. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not on his body though. Just on. He the kept head. it all the way to the through the third one. Man, like, come on, dude, get rid of that hair. That's some big. Really? Hair. I mean, that's just the, the look. third one. He had that mullet. It was ninety two. <laughs> was it? Did he eventually get wigged <laughs> up? Five or did he grow years it every later. Time? What's that? Did he grow it every time, or was it wigged up in later in later movies? It seemed uh, it seemed real, but like by the third one, it seemed to be doing its own thing. It was mm. kind of like you know in Probably its prime up. of its life. <laughs> it was like, come on, it was getting the spinoff series at that point. Exactly. Right? So. It started its own acting career. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do. The next movie we're doing has the tagline. Revenge is a dish best served dirty. We remember dirty work. Meet Mitch Weaver. Hey, that's my shirt. In the game of life, he's losing his shirt. Ah! You're not fit to wear this shirt. Mitch can't hold a job. You're fired. You get a horse and live in the mountains someplace and don't bother anybody. Got a personality like a dead moth. Mitch is no good at relationships. Life with you. Note to sell. Making love to blow up dolls. Not as good as advertised. Mitch lacks people skills. Hey, that was really funny sicking the cops on us like that. I thought it was funny, but I'm surprised you guys did because uh, you got your asses kicked. I guess I showed you the thing or two about dirty work. But there is one thing Mitch Weaver is good at. You are the king of revenge. We should open a revenge for hire business. I think you boys can help me. Okay, settle down, prostitutes. You each get $20, and this requires no sex. Whoa, you got a dead hooker in the trunk. No, it can't be. I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. Lord knows I have. Don't shoot this. This is not part of the commercial. Is some jerk making your life miserable? You want revenge? Let us do your dirty work. No! Norm McDonald of Saturday Night Live. Hey, I think he's got his thumb up that dog's... Chevy Chase. What happened to your foot? When you owe Bookie a lot of money, and you say close off one of your toes, you still owe the money. Doesn't seem fair to me. For anyone too weak to fight back. We're in prison. You know what prisoners do to each other all the time? All right, let's go. You sure you don't want him to? For anyone who's ever landed on the bottom, <gasps> your time has come. You didn't count on my loyal army of prostitutes, did you? Are you ready for some crazy rough sex? <laughs> when I say let's go, you go. Time you shut your cake hole, Yoko. Hey, movie line. Oh, how's that looking, baby? He was supposed to keep driving. Dirty work. <laughs>